0: Welcome into episode 78 of Inside the Nest, the official podcast of Kennesaw State University Athletics. It's brought to you by Fifth Third Bank. Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of KSU Athletics. This is Banking a Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander. The topic of today's episode of Inside the Nest is gold medalists. We have some of the best student athletes when it comes to track and field here at Kennesaw State. Not only the best uh, in the A sun, The best in the region, the best in the nation, and some of the best times and distances in the entire world, and we'll get to know them on a personal level here on Inside the Nest. Tyler Blaylock is a senior thrower for the track and field squad. Sarah Hendrick is an all-American runner for Kennesaw State women's track and field. We'll hear from those two as well as our ASUN championship women's golf team led by interim head coach. Eric Hodgson and coach speaks to us about some of the big changes that took place this year within the women's golf program. He took over prior to the start of the season and they found their groove at Kinderloo forest down in Valdosta flew away from the competition for their fifth ASUN championship and a three-peat. So it'll be good to hear from coach Hodgson. I'm Nolan Alexander, your host as always. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and rate it. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts, apple spotify google play amazon you name it we're there in addition to that i'd like to give a shout out to our out network interns who have done an incredible job all semester for their work for the Owl network jordan griffith and riley robinson they supply two of the interviews here on inside the nest so let's kick it off with sarah hendrick she sat down with riley robinson on inside the nest
1: Hey there, Owl Nation. My name is Riley Robinson, and today I get to talk with track player Sarah Hendrick about her many accomplishments this season and the upcoming A-Sun Tournament. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. So just wanted to first just point out how great of a season that you've had, both indoor and outdoor. So what has been your approach and mindset this whole season? So really, especially with COVID, I really wanted to take
2: advantage of every opportunity that I had. Not being able to compete for almost what, like nine, ten months, really like took a hard toll on my on my mental well being. And I think that not only did it help me want to take advantage of every opportunity I had, but it helped me race mm-hmm. better. As I know that, as I know now, I I I like every opportunity isn't always given that you have to be able to jump at any opportunity given to you. And so I think with that in mind, every time, and even with indoor it was very questionable with COVID going on. I know that maybe any race that I raced could be the last race that was potentially potentially the season. So I really just think that helped me just grab onto the pain train and um, just go
1: for it in every race that I did. It's awesome. Yeah, so what has it meant to you to break up two school records this season?
2: Oh, it means so much. I've been working really hard. Like freshman year, that was like something that seemed impossible. And now that I'm doing it almost every time I run, is kind of crazy. And I really just appreciate all the hard work that my coach has put into this. And I think it's just been an amazing experience overall, indoor and outdoor.
1: Yeah, so you just mentioned that your freshman year, you said this seemed impossible. So how have you mm-hmm. seen yourself grow from then to now?
2: Oh my gosh, it's like a it's like nine days. It's like freshman year, I was so scared to even go out there and run an eight hundred. I mean, the eight hundred was like the farthest I'd ever raced anything, and now it's like, oh, it's only two laps. I can do this. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like a big confidence difference in having all that experience and that I got freshman year and a little bit sophomore year but this year the experience especially of going to nationals, that's helped me just grow so much like in confidence and to attack every race and know that I am very
1: talented and able to keep up with the
2: fastest people in NCAA
1: and so going into the ASUN tournament in a few weeks what are your personal goals and how will you prepare for those
2: Okay. Um, I think really my goal is to win the 1500 and the 800 mm-hmm. and they're very close together. So it's going to be kind of a hard thing to do, but I think just really showing that my talent at both of those distances, since um, the 800, I'm, I've pretty much, I'm not going to say master, but I've gone very good at, and I'm very comfortable with, and I think throwing in that 1500, the longer distance that I'm still learning and be able to win that. I think that's, definitely a number one goal for me to to win and accomplish and and do that
1: yeah and I know that track is just so much of a individual sport and just takes so much training how do you personally train like each week um so we do we do
2: run almost every day Mm -hmm. um but there's there's two days where we do the harder faster stuff like on the track um, those are usually Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, the rest of the days are usually just recovery. That's that's really what running is about: is the recovery you get. And those two days that you, or two or three days that you do have the hard workouts, you gotta go hard. Like you gotta really push yourself. So Tuesdays and Fridays can be a longer, harder workout, like a like a tempo run up to five miles of hard running. Or it can just be something as simple as a couple of 200s that are faster at at um, a faster pace.
1: So just a real fun question, just curious. What would be your favorite season and why, indoor or outdoor? Oh,
2: outdoor for sure. Outdoor is just so much better in every way. Indoor is like, there's so many turns. You have to run on this little track, this bank track, and try to stuff all these people people in there and your throat's burning after you run you're like coughing up a storm especially with COVID it was terrible you're like coughing you're like I swear I don't have COVID it's just because I ran a mile inside yeah and it's so dry but outdoor for sure also like the factor of weather being thrown into the race it really I think it really shows how tough and how like persistent someone really can be in racing so if it's really windy cold rainy you know I think that's when real runners shine and not just having those perfect conditions all the time.
1: Sarah and the track team will compete this weekend in the North Florida Invitational. Then they will have a two-week break to prepare for the ASUN Outdoor Championships. For the Owl Network, I am Riley Robinson. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza
3: and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all, like cushions and popcorn and counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action, like we belong here and now, and it never tasted this good.
2: Coca-Cola, together tastes better.
0: Thank you Sarah Ann Riley for joining us here on Inside the Nest, Nolan Alexander with you. This is episode 78 talking about gold medalists in track and field and golf. We'll take a break from track and switch on over to the greens with interim head coach for Kennesaw State women's golf, the ASUN champion, Eric Hodgson, here on ITN. Coach, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest. An exciting time for you and your team, ASUN champions once again and preparing for the upcoming NCAA Regionals in the month of May. At the date of this publication, we'll find out in the afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, the future for Kennesaw State and and who the Owls will face in the NCAA Regionals. But for you, starting out with, it's been an interesting year. You're named the interim head coach at the start of the season didn't I think I probably didn't have too much time to get to know the team but obviously you did a really good job in knowing your squad and leading them to a record break breaking season reflecting on this past year how much of a whirlwind was it
4: yeah it was uh it was crazy um you know starting out in the fall um it was in my I guess fourth or fifth year as the assistant coach for the men's team um and then late December hit and A lot of transition going on, and they needed somebody to step into the women's head coaching job. And it's always been my dream to be a head coach. Uh, I've had previous experience on the women's side when I was at South Dakota State, and I was really eager to get back to it. Um, Like you said, didn't have much time to get to know the team or anything like that. Um, Just kind of hit the ground running with learning golf swings, learning personalities, um, and just kind of making it up on the fly, really. started off down in Orlando um, had a pretty good showing and then we had a few more weeks to get to know each other uh, implement some new changes in practice and qualifying Um, and my biggest thing was just kind of uh, fostering an environment um, of some constructive criticism you know they could give me feedback on practice and qualifying um, and it was just a really really good environment um, and coach player relationship everybody's felt like everything has gone really smooth um and it obviously it's it's worked out for the best everybody feels really comfortable really encouraged on the golf course um that's kind of my coaching style i'm i'm very positive and encouraging not a big yeller um and that seems to have meshed well with with this group of ladies we
0: have what kind of feedback did you get from the players when you opened yourself up to that
4: um, just like uh, a little more individualized practice routines. Some players like to do certain drills on the putting green. Some people like to work, work more with track man on the driving range. Um, some people are more feel oriented or they don't want to look down at a screen every time they hit a shot. So just kind of learning the individual um, has, has gone a long way this semester.
0: We said you, you were able to make some changes in the middle of the season when it came to qualifying. What did that look like?
4: So uh, starting off we we went purely based off of scores and qualifying um, and then throughout the semester we uh, we built up some exemptions uh, built into the qualifying system. If you get a top 20 in event you're exempt into the next event um, and then you know a couple of players built those up so that took a little pressure off of them uh, in terms of qualifying uh, when we're at home so they could spend more time working on their game, doing what they needed to do. And it put a little more pressure on that three, four, five spot in the lineup to keep working hard and kind of kept the pressure on them and qualifying um, and kept the competitive mindset.
0: Well, in winning Kennesaw state's fifth ASUN title, third consecutive title, how much do you think those changes helped in getting the team title? Because for all of Kennesaw State going down there and, and Valdosta and Kinderloo, the Owls just flew away from everyone else.
4: We did, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a really special time last week. Um, and we could feel it building up the entire season. We, we kept getting better every tournament we had. Uh, I, I believe it was a, a fourth, second, second, and third uh, team finishes, our last four or five events. And and I just kept telling them, like, we're knocking on the door. We're doing everything right. Let's just, just stay patient you know, we're saving our best play for the biggest tournament of the season. And sure enough, we went down there and uh, just put a hurting on all the other teams. And that was, that was really awesome to see, to see that payoff because I I just kept preaching to them. We're doing the right things. And, and sure enough, it did.
0: What's it like as a coach to go out there and and watch the performance of Ty and Nude like what she did breaking records at the ASUN championship?
4: Uh, it's been it's been great to work with her this semester. Um, probably one of the top players I've ever worked with, uh, and really I've just kind of set her free. I, I don't I don't mess with her much in practice. Maybe a, a quick putting tip here or there. Um, mainly I just give her the framework for practice, and she goes out and, and gets it done. Um, she's she's so um, intelligent on the golf course with course management and you know, all the conditions around her um, and just one of the most mature on the golf team. And really, I I don't have to do much, but, you know, go give her a chocolate milk every couple holes or a a pack of fruit snacks, whatever it might be. And and she goes out and gets the job done.
0: So chocolate milk is what keeps her going?
4: (laughs) We figured that out mid-semester. Yeah. Um, She told me, she's like, yeah, uh, I like the water and the Powerade, but you think we need to get some chocolate milk? And I was like, okay. I can make that happen for you. So yeah, we got little little milk boxes of chocolate milk and it keeps them going.
0: So in a future Got Milk commercial, we're going to see Ty and Newt at Starring, right? For the LPGA yeah, right. and Got Milk.
4: Yep, holding the driver finish with a little chocolate milk muscle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. someone that hasn't gone out there and watched her compete, what part of her game is the strongest? Is it getting off the tee? Is it putting on the green in the middle? What's it like?
4: Um, It's got to be... I mean, it's, it's a little of everything, really. She's she's so mentally tough um, that it takes a lot of pressure off of everything else. She's a great ball striker. She hits every fairway of ra- every round. She hits about 16 or 17 greens around. Um, If there's really anything, you know, she could, she has about 10 to 15 feet every hole for birdie, and you just can't make them all. And I know she gets frustrated sometimes because she has, you know, 15 birdie chances from to 15 feet and she can't make them all but that's just kind of how the game goes your percentages are never going to be a hundred percent from 10 to 15 feet and she she makes you know four or five of those putts around and she shoots a couple under and the day is over it's just the simplest form of golf there is
0: while ty is the leader on the leaderboard to win a team championship it takes more than just one golfer and one through five for Kennesaw state again put on a show. What did you see out of the growth of some other players? For instance, uh, I think Tori Owens uh, didn't have the best scorers a year ago, but comes out and makes all tournament at the ASUN championship.
4: Yeah, I I think she's probably been most improved over the semester. Um, I think she came into this semester um, a little down on herself. Uh, She lost her swing coach, just kind of didn't know where she was with the game of golf. Um, I got her a lesson with a a swing coach down the road at pine tree and we worked a lot on her on her irons and her wedges um, and just kind of found that spark again i think she built some confidence uh, once she saw the swing start to improve the game got a lot easier for her Um, and like i said she just felt more comfortable um, in that positive encouraging environment and that's that's really helped her blossom
0: Joined by Eric Hodgson, interim head coach for Kennesaw State Women's Golf, the A Sun Champions for the third consecutive year and fifth time in program history. We'll find out their future in the NCAA regionals at the date of this publication, Wednesday afternoon. It's going to be a watch party, uh socially distant, the Marietta Country Club. Are you excited for the watch party today?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, I've I've been trying to look at the rankings and see where we might go, but there's just no telling. I think the final rankings come out uh, tomorrow night and then I might be able to figure it out based on the S curve. But what, what's your guess right we'll, now? Uh, I really don't have an accurate guess. I, I'm hoping that we go to LSU um, just based off of the kind of grass that they have, Bermuda greens, Bermuda T to green. Uh, we're used to the heat. So I think that one would favor us best, but honestly coming off our last performance, I think we're going to do well, well, wherever we go.
0: And for your team up until the NCAA regionals on May 10th, what does the rest of the calendar look like for the squad uh, getting ready now, I think, for final exams? How, how are you trying to keep them fresh in the course?
4: Uh so we had the last uh four or five days off. Our, today was our first practice since we won. Um, so I wanted the you know, wanted them to be refreshed, wanted them to catch up on schoolwork, focus more on finals this next week. Uh, we're going to do some light practices this week then we're going to hit it hard next week when most everybody finishes their finals we're going to play a couple fun rounds of golf it's some nice courses around the area Um, just try and keep the energy up um, and ride that momentum coming off conference
0: coach thanks so much for your time we will miss you at the dot martin scholarship classic on monday may 10th because your team will be going out and competing in the first round of the NCAA regionals. Best of luck, Coach. Thanks for your time. Congratulations on an ASUN championship. Thanks. Thanks, Nolan. We know you're concerned for your health, but rest assured, we are here for you. Our hospitals, health parks, and offices are open and taking every safety precaution so you can get the care you need. Wellstar, more than health care, people care. At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five-thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000
2: fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a fifth-third better.
1: Learn more at 53.com.
0: Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. Thanks to Coach. Looking forward to seeing where the owls We'll play in the NCAA Regionals. Stay up to date. KSUOwls.com for all the information and a release coming out later Wednesday. If you're hearing it past Wednesday, check out the website. Check out the Owls on Twitter at KSU Women's Golf. Wrapping up Inside the Nest, Tyler Blaylock and Jordan Griffith discussing Tyler's record setting season and career here at KSU on episode 78 of Inside the Nest. All right, Tyler, thank you so much for joining me here today. My first question for you is right now, you just seem to keep breaking your own school records. Right now you've gotten all the way up to 19.98 meters. What has caused such a late season surge for you?
3: Uh, For indoors, like I came really close to being defeated after, after I threw really far and it just kind of drove me to like throw even farther so I don't get beat. And what goes into indoor versus outdoor for you? Anything different? Uh, just a tad bit. I enjoy outdoor a lot better, more of a better environment. I don't feel as closed in.
0: Does that help you perform a little bit better? Do you think you're a better outdoor player than indoor? Yeah, I believe it's
3: uh, it's a lot more of a mind game than it is anything for me. Like I feel like I'm uh, closed in, indoor, outdoor. I can relax and enjoy the scenery at the same time.
0: And what is the mind the mindset before a shot put, before you finally get that throw in for the day? What is kind of going through your head while you're doing that?
3: Uh, try to visualize everything before I throw. So, like, if I put a number in my head, I try to visualize it and then chase that number. How do you set your own goals? How do you set that number in your head? I go better than – I try to put in my head, throw better than last week, be better than last week. So, if I throw – 1998. I want to hit 2050 the next week, or something something really small, nothing really big,
0: just kind of in the middle. What are you looking forward to the most in the ASUN Championships, and how are those kind of different than what you've been doing in the regular season?
3: The thing I'm looking for the most is just defending the title that I've taken. When I was a freshman, I won. I just want to get that back. After sophomore season, I lost. That's what I'm really chasing for this year. Has has
0: that been itching at you since your freshman year? Sure has. Is there anything different, any differences going from the ASUN championships to the NCAA prelims or the championship rounds? I would say there's a a big difference. I went to prelims
3: last, our sophomore year. Uh, I was the underdog there and came out not on top, but I came up a little more than what I went in as. But a lot different because... For the championships, I want to win. NCAA's is top five so I can get all American just just to be on the map. Do you think you perform better as an underdog? Uh I I'm kind of a, a clutch a clutch thrower. It's either the last minute or it's not gonna happen. Okay. Why is that? I I ch- I'm a dream chaser. So when I see a number, I wanna chase it. So if I if I'm under that number, then I wanna to get to that number. I've always chased numbers even growing up. What what's the number you're chasing right now? Twenty plus. I I would be happy to hit twenty fifty this season at the end of it. If that's if that's where I stop.
0: What's it going to take for you to finish out this year strong?
3: Really, just mentally stay mentally stable. School will be out, so I won't have that much. That won't have that stressor, but I will have a lot more stressors than I would than I did indoor, because like being where I'm at now at number four that's a lot of pressure because I know even though I'm number four, I can still be beat.
0: Well, thanks to Jordan and Tyler for joining us on ITN. Appreciate you listening with us today. As always, Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of KSU athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this podcast, please rate, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, go Owls.